the USL show, also known as The View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. The US military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid. I feel angry. Welcome, everybody, to the USL show. This is Phil, and I have a special guest today. I'm not going to pronounce your name because I, usually I forget to ask. This time I did this on purpose. The, your name is the most debated coach name in the USL. Sir, how do we pronounce your name? <laughs> it's Braden Cloutier. Okay, Cloutier, thanks. There was, you know, the Cloutier thing was uh, pretty heavy for a long time, and I think we've, we've gotten rid of that. Uh, but you heard it straight from the horse's mouth, everyone. We will call him Braden Cloutier from now on. Uh, you don't, you didn't go for the French pronunciation, huh? It's, it's, it's actually it's actually an interesting story. I don't know if you're familiar with. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure he still works with U.S. Soccer, Jim Morehouse. So Jim Morehouse is, I know he was pretty high up in in U.S. Soccer, but he was actually, I think he worked in media relations, PR for the mm -hmm. San Diego Soccer's, um, and I was there in 1994, and he said, "Look, we gotta we gotta it can't be Cloutier." It's, it's got to be the French way. It, it sounds more exotic and it sounds more soccer appropriate. So it's funny. So he put that into the pronunciation in the in the media guide as the French way, and it kind of just stuck. Um, but yeah, my, my family, it, it's Cloutier, but I guess my professional name is Cloutier, I guess. <laughs> I like it. That's a really good story. Uh, you know, U.S. soccer, we were trying to seem more like that, more uh, international for sure. I get that, but... Uh, all right, we've got it straight now. Um, I want to go straight into what I think is the biggest story of uh, Orange County from an outside perspective is the loss of Aiden Quinn to me is uh, a big deal because he's been so famous for becoming you know, one of the best defensive midfielders in the league for so long under the uh, Orange County banner. And so uh, losing him this year is going to be a very different year, a different look perhaps for Orange County. I wanted to see what, what you had to say about it as the coach. No, definitely it's going to be a, you know, Obviously, some big feel, uh, big shoes to fill. Um, losing Aiden to to you know possibly one of our rivals, but you know it was an opportunity for him that he thought it was probably the best situation and best you know opportunity for him, and and he took it. You know, I had good conversations with him in the off season and before he made the decision, and we did everything that we could do to to try to you know keep him here in Orange County. But I think. You know, he, he needed to make a decision for himself and for his family, and, and that's what he chose to do. But, you know, we definitely appreciated his time here. He was a huge, impactful player for us uh, with the organization as, as we grew things out the last three, four years. And, you know, he was one of my, you know, number one signings when I took over as head coach. So disappointed to lose him, but, you know, obviously, you know, to each their own, and, and he made a choice to, to move on, and so, and so we have to move on as well. Can you talk about, you know, without too much detail, I'm sure, but to some extent, can you talk about how you are replacing him with the, the personnel that you have and that you brought in this offseason? Yeah, so, I mean, we've, we've made some, you know, some big signings. Um, obviously, we were lacking in goals last year. Um, so we, you know, we brought in some, some highly talented players that can put the ball in the back of the net. But for the midfield with, with Aiden's situation, yeah, I mean, we've we signed a very talented Finnish player in, in Miko. Um, and, you know, Tommy McCabe's come in and done a really good job so far in preseason. He's got an MLS experience. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to be a little bit different, but yeah, it's going to be, you know, a solid base that we have in the midfield. You mentioned getting goals and, uh, you know, uh, I think this happened before the end of last season. I can't remember. So I'm sorry. I don't have this straight, but you know, you've got Anna Voldson up top. You've got Adam John on the roster. Uh, you guys definitely, Chris Weehan joined, I believe this off season. This is such a cool attacking, um, attacking lineup that you've got. You're probably going to have to rotate these guys somehow and keep them all happy. Can you talk about your, your attack and all the guys you got up top? Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, going back to last season, you know, we, we signed uh, Thomas last off season, um to, 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 to carry the load to score goals last year. Um, but unfortunately, with the whole COVID thing and his family situation with his wife being pregnant back in Denmark, um, that there was a small window of opportunity for him to go back. And we knew it was very important for him to be there for the birth of his child. And at that time, we still didn't even know if we were going to have a league in the USL. So we made the decision for him to go back. He, he, he went on loan to a Danish club um, to play six months at the back half of last season. But, you know, then we get into our season and yeah, we were a little bit hamstrung when it came to, you know, players who could put the ball in the back of the net. And, you know, I think historically we've been a club that creates plenty of opportunities to score goals. Um, but now we needed players to, to, to obviously finish those chances. So, we made a, a conscious effort this last off season to to do our due diligence and finding players and and like you said, I mean we we have Thomas back. You, you add you know obviously Adam Johns you know been prolific here in the USL and he's he's been a very good player in the MLS as well. Um, and then we added you know Ronaldo Thomas from he's had a very good career in the League One for the last couple of years. He was a Golden Boot winner in North Texas. We brought back Darwin Jones two seasons ago. I think he scored 12, 13 goals. And then the big man that we signed from Finland, big hero, marketing, he, um, he's a handful. And, <laughs> and he's probably the most powerful of, of the bunch. He's got a, a cannon of a left foot. So, And then going into, yeah, the Chris Weehans into our midfield and, and the cre- creativity that we'll have there from, from him. Um, and then with, with Brent Richards getting up and down the line on, on, on the flanks um, in the fullback position. I think we have the pieces that, yeah, should, should be able to put the put this all together and, and and finish off these opportunities that we create. One of my favorite things about Orange County SC, and I will confess, Orange County, you know, I'm in St. Louis. I don't have a team anymore. Orange County is pretty high on the list of teams that I like to follow now. And part of it is your player movement, this partnership with the Rangers that I want to really dig deep into in a minute. But uh, I thought it was a really cool story. I love when USL teams will bring in, um, you know, USMNT or youth national players that have been in Europe and bring them back to the United States and give them a place to play. And um, I like the quote that I saw from um, Weiss about Francis Jacobs, is who I'm talking about coming over from Villanova or Villanueva. Uh, or Ville- Shoot, I got that wrong and I didn't oh, write it down. It was Jack, Imp- Jack Imperato came from Villarreal. Thank you so much. I uh, read the wrong name there, but um, I'm so excited that you guys brought him over. And I like that we said something about, yeah, he's going to come spend some time here. We're going to put him in a professional environment so that he can get back to Europe. Uh, that's so cool. I love that. That's what he said. I imagine you are on board with that as well. No, 100%. And I think, you know, we're giving a lot of these younger players an opportunity and they're training with the first team with the, with some of these players that we just mentioned. So they're getting to learn their trade with, with, with senior players and, and given a lot of opportunities in practice. But when it comes to the games, they're going to get opportunities when they're earned as well. And, you know, Jackson, a very exciting player. He's, he's, 
very dynamic and, and forward thinking. Um, and I think we, if we can polish up some of his, you know, defensive responsibilities and, and clean up his game in that area that, yeah, I mean, the, it's, it's an opportunity that he, hopefully he can springboard and get himself back into Europe. I think that was his goal and, and what his plans are, but, you know, it goes for all these younger players that we have on our roster. Um, you had mentioned Francis, I mean, Kobe Henry, um, we have a, another player, Raymond. I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, these kids are coming into an environment and they're growing up really quick and, you know, we want to showcase them to the, to the rest of the world and, and give them this opportunity to, to, um, to take that challenge on. Yeah. I, I wanted to check in with you about Aaron Cervantes. I'm sure you keep up with what he's doing over with the Rangers. He's 19 now. He's been there for a little while. Um, how's that going with the Rangers partnership with Aaron over there? I, I, have you heard from him at all? Yeah, no, I spoke with Aaron. I think it was last week. He he just, he just played his first actually official match for the club and, and he's doing quite well and he's very excited for the opportunity. And, you know, I've, I've, you know, worked with Aaron for the last eight, nine years. I've known him since he was 10 years old. So I brought him to the club here in Orange County and, and I knew what he could do um, and how his mentality was. Um, so I knew that it was no problem with work ethic and his tenacity, but, you know, getting this opportunity now with our partnership with Rangers for him to move over there and into, you know, obviously try to get into the, the first team here in the next few years and, and push himself at the, the next level. Yeah, that's such a great opportunity. And yeah, thanks for correcting me about Francis Jacobs. One article I read was that Francis might have a chance to go over there. Uh, can you talk about your academy and the, the players you mentioned a little bit ago, him and uh, Kobe Henry and another? Um, I guess these guys are coming up straight from your academy. What is their competition like throughout the year and, and with their opportunities to come play with the senior team? Yeah, well, I mean, we're using the academy basically as a as a reserve as a reserve team as well. Um, and I know with the new academy league, you can use a few older players. Um, so the, these these younger players will get opportunities to to go down and and play with the reserve team, and then their roles and responsibilities come a little bit greater. And then when they come up into the first team, you know, then you know the, they're a little bit further down the pecking order. But you know, it just kind of balances everything off with their whole development. And you know, here in Southern California, it's I mean, it's extremely competitive when it comes to, to, to youth soccer and, you know, it, it has historically. And I mean, you know, it helps to have the weather that we have. They can play year round outdoors, um, you know, and, and we've had, you know, a lot of good relationships and contacts here uh, with the local clubs and, and the affiliates that we have um, to, to identify these players. And, and now, you know, having a, a, a league that they can actually go and participate in because ultimately it's it's one thing to train with, with the first team players on a regular basis, but these guys need minutes and games and mm-hmm. this will kind of give them, you know, that opportunity as well. And, and again, for their development and to push them to their maximum and, and, and ultimately, you know, get them to the highest level they can they can compete at. And you are talking about the USL Academy League, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, division and all the teams that you guys play. It's really cool to see those teams lining up against each other on the youth level. That's really amazing. How many games are they playing this year? Do you know? I'm not 100% sure mm-hmm. on, on on the exact amount of games. I just know that, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's going to be a lot of competition between, you know, the Phoenixes and San Diego and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Sacramento. I mean, these clubs are, are, are putting together, you know, some strong, you know, academy teams as well. Yeah. And with this pathway, you know, again, this is my favorite thing about you guys is you have the Rangers, you have these youth national team players coming back in. You're obviously getting some really quality players coming in and you have a lot to offer them with this Rangers deal. Um, your pathway is one that is just 
groundbreaking for the USL in most ways. Um, I just love also that the Rangers thing is a real partnership. You know, you brought in three players from the Rangers last year and you even sent one over, which I don't think anyone saw coming from the outside. Uh, can you talk a little more about the, the Rangers partnership? I know um, you don't have any loanies that I've seen this year. or did, it, did I have that correct? Well, we do have a couple boys that are be coming in here in the next couple of weeks um, uh-huh. that we have agreements with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with that partnership, it's been been first class. It's it's not, you know, you, you see a lot of different partnerships across the country and, you know, whether it's commercial or, or for one reason or another, this is actually a full-blown partnership um, that we, we share information. We, we communicate weekly with, with their organization. And it's not just their academy. It's the first team as well. Um, and so we have actually a couple – staff members coming over from them to, to come and help us out as well. Um, one in the performance coach for the first team. Um, and he's been here now for the last couple of weeks. Um, so even not only players, but staff as well, um, that's, yeah. that's contributing to this partnership. Um, but yeah, we have a couple of boys that will be over here in a, in a few weeks. They're going to add to this, you know, very competitive group that we have um, with this roster that we've put together. Um, but it, again, it's for them, to get first team minutes, um, you know, whether or not if they're coming from their academy, whether they're coming from their first team, um, but to give them opportunities to come over here. And they like the way we play, and I think it, it helps them um, get their players some minutes in, in a system that, that helps benefit their development so that when they go back over and, and, and hopefully they're, they're playing with the first team, they can, you know, do everything that they need to do for Steven Gerrard. It was cool to see those guys come over. I watched that show that was done um, about them coming over. I thought it was super cool and well done. Um, but these guys came over and it wasn't like they had an easy time. You know, they didn't come over from the Rangers and just like own everybody. They were challenged on your level. It looked like they very much benefited through the season um, being at Orange County. I think you mentioned the coaching that's come over or the help um, that's come over, technical help. Can you talk about the contributions those guys have made to you? Like maybe some things you've learned from them or um, just some, some help that they've given players over the last year or so? Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the collaboration that we've had with the, with, with, with Rangers and, and, and their staff, um, it, it definitely helps when, when we have obviously our asset players, our younger players, um, the individual, the IDP program that we put together, um, there's been a lot of collaboration that's gone back and forth, um, how we can, you know, fine tune some things to help the, the individual development of these younger players. It's not only what they're getting on the training ground, but they're also getting the video room and the weight room um, and just obviously a lifestyle. Um, so it's it's been very helpful um, when it comes to comes to those kind of, you know, different areas that these guys can improve in. But the players, yeah, I mean, for the the boys that came over last year, it was very challenging for them because, you know, they get over here, they're very excited. And I think it was probably two weeks after they got over here, we ended up going into, the, you know, the quarantine. Um, and everything got shut down for a couple months. So, you know, the challenges for them being so far away from home and then obviously not even getting to play soccer, which they mm-hmm. came over here to do, was extremely, you know, stressful on them. And, and we took care of, we have sports science, uh, sports psychologists that, you know, helps with these younger players to to help them through these mental mentally tough circumstances that we had to deal with last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, those boys when we started playing again, they contributed and they found it challenging. And I think it was rewarding for both of them because I know both Cami and Danny now are. Uh, I think Danny's at St. Marin and and Cami made a move to I think um, the Irish League. So, you know, they benefited from their time here and now they've moved on and and hopefully their career keeps 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 growing. 
Um, but the staff that we have now, I mean, I have an assistant coach that's coming over. Um, he'll be over here pretty soon for the first team. And then, you know, the, the performance department, you know, as you can, as you can tell, the soccer is constantly evolving and, and with the sports science department, um, putting a plan in place to, you know, help, you know, with the loads of the players and the training sessions and, and getting the players, you know, physically fit to where they can peak and, 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 and play at the maximum, but at the same time to avoid injuries. You know, I know injuries are part of the game and, and probably, you know, at times unavoidable, but, you know, we've, we've had a lot of, a lot of number of injuries in the last couple of years that we wanted to make sure that we, we, we take care of. So, yeah. So Thomas has been over here, Thomas Carpole from Rangers, and he's been over for the last couple, couple of weeks and he's put together a proper periodization from the uh, sports science perspective. And it's definitely um, paying off so far. How was preseason for you? How, how do you think the team's coming together um, after, I don't know how many games you played, but um, at this point you probably have a good idea of how you guys are going to be playing and, and uh, you're starting 11 to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's coming together. It's, it's been, obviously it's been a, a bit of a challenge and actually it's, it's been a bit beneficial that, you know, the relationships we have across the country when it comes to either MLS coaches or other USL coaches of, of just collaborating and, and getting a kind of an idea because this has been the longest off season of probably any of these players mm-hmm. careers and probably definitely my career as well. Um, because our last official game, I think was in the beginning of last October. So the players being, you know, physically, you know, we put together an off season program for them, but, you know, I know speaking to some of the MLS coaches, they had some quite a few injuries right off the bat, just because the, the players' bodies weren't quite ready for those type of loads. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, we've done a really good job of balancing things off. And yeah, I mean, we have a lot of new players in, get a lot of information when it comes to tactics. Um, but the, the competition within the team is extremely, extremely high. And, and, um, yeah, the relationships are starting to kind of, you know, develop and the players understanding one another. And, and yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very difficult year for me to pick a, a starting 11 every game because of the, the competition that we have and the quality that we have within the squad. Yeah, You're just studying up for uh, this interview, I, I, you know, I got even more excited about uh, – the guys you got lined up for sure. Your 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 job is going to be tough for sure. Um, you guys have your first game coming up in a little bit here, um, the 13th of May, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what do you think it, about no, your conference? Oh, the 16th. 16th. My, my mistake. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but you got uh, not the easiest division, the Pacific Division. A lot of teams uh, looking pretty good. Um, there are going to be a handful for sure. Las Vegas Lights bringing in some help with LAFC, so that's kind of a big question mark. But you also mentioned the long off season. A lot of these teams are question marks. Who knows who's going to look like what, you know? Yeah, no. And I mean, the Pacific division in itself is, is a very competitive division. Um, you know, we've, we've had some, some classic games against Phoenix and some very good games against teams like Sacramento, um, just from the club perspective. But yeah, I mean, each one of these teams, we, you know, you don't quite know about what's going to happen in Oakland yet, but um, you know, the, 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 the fun thing about this is that, you know, each one of these teams play a little bit differently and there's, you know, when it comes to the tactics and, and the, you know, the squad that they have, um, things change weekly. Um, so it's not, and then you have, you know, obviously the travel and the conditions as well. Um, but the Pacific division is definitely, um, one of the better divisions, I believe, um, within the USL and, you know, the games are always really competitive and, and, and pretty entertaining as well. 
Yeah, definitely agree. I think my favorite thing as well is that everybody does play a little differently. I love it. Uh, you guys have a very uh, distinct look uh, typically as well. Um, any other comments or thoughts before we kind of close things up about the uh, coming season and, and what it's going to look like? No, I just I think it's going to be obviously good to, to have people back in the stands. Um, you can see with you know, the crowds this last weekend, and in particular in Phoenix, that you know it's just good to have you know that electricity in the stands to 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 bring up the atmosphere um, within the games itself. So, you know, definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to going to some of these newer markets. And and I think that, you know, everything get back to normal will be great. I think it's going to be another great year in the USL. Totally agree. Thank you so much. Braden Cloutier, the coach of Orange County SC. Thanks so much for joining me and uh, really enjoyed our conversation. No, I appreciate it, Phil. Thank you so much. <laughs>